What a great way to wake up. With a cup of logic, reason, and common sense. Welcome to the Independence Morning View. Let's get to it. Good morning to you wherever you are in the world. I'm Johnny Anderson. I'm joined this morning by Bruce Adams. Good morning, Bruce. How are you this morning? Good morning. Healthy alive. Doing well. Staying warm. It's a bit chilly outside. That's great. I uh, I heard you had an ice storm down there today. We did. Um, lost power for a time. Uh, fortunately, it came back on in time for us to do this. But uh, yeah, otherwise, fairly fairly well. Well, that's great. Uh, I have an announcement later on this afternoon, and it's it's a, it's a shocking revelation that I've that I've come to you know just recognize after giving it a lot of thought. Uh, and so I, I'm going to reveal that later on today. Uh, now I I want you to just hear what I have to say with an open mind, uh, and just um just look at it from from the points that I lay out on what I have a, a stance on when it relates to a uh, you know a certain topic. Uh, I'll just leave it at that. But anyway, uh, that's later on today. Also, you got some gun safety st- or gun safety. You got some gun law stuff you want to talk about, yeah? Some uh, a new gun uh, proposal or whatever it is. Uh, it's uh, Biden. The Biden campaign's gun safety regulations. What they plan to do if they win, and this is something they plan to do within the first 180 days, I believe. Sounds fantastic. I can't wait to hear that. Right. I, I can't wait to hear what they're going to do about all this gun crime. Right. I can't wait to hear what they're going to do about all that because it's all about the children. Right. It's all about keeping you safe. Anyway, uh, this morning, you don't look surprised. This morning, let's talk about SpaceX. SpaceX is now looking at November 14th for another astronaut launch. We're sending more up. We're, we're sending, uh, I, I think we're going to send four of them now. Is that is that correct? They're gearing up for another historic astronaut launch next month. A uh, private spaceflight company is going to send four astronauts to the ISS uh, for NASA on November 14th. The agency announced yesterday called Crew-1. The mission will be first operational will be the first operational flight of SpaceX's Crew Dragon astronaut taxi. It's a taxi now. Uh, and this, <laughs> is it? A, I mean, so what happens? Do you, I mean, if it breaks down, do you call an Uber? Is that how it works? <laughs> yeah, uh, Uber's not quite into that uh, that world yet. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm sure that they will be at some point. And the second Crew Dragon mission to carry passengers on board. Uh, it's scheduled to launch on a SpaceX Falcon 9 rocket from Kennedy Space Center in Florida at 7:49 p.m. On November fifteenth, so we'll have to uh, we'll have to watch that launch. Uh, riding the dragon will be NASA astronauts Shannon Walker, uh, Victor Glover. Hey, she'll be the first woman to be on that. Yeah, she'll be the first one to be put in space by a oh, private company. By a private company, I believe. By so, a private yes. company, yeah, yeah. Uh, astronaut Victor Glover, Michael Hopkins, and uh, Japan Aerospace Exploration Exploration Agency astronaut uh, Sochi Noguchi. I, I'm sorry if I if I botched that. Nogu- Sochi Noguchi will spend about six months at the orbiting laboratory before returning to Earth. They'll be up there for six months. Didn't we put Bob and Doug up there? Didn't we put them up there for like three months? Uh, yeah, it's two or three, somewhere in there. Yeah. Goodness. I hope they take enough food with them. Well, they, they get shipments regularly, but uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, that, that's right. They they can resupply it with uh, yeah. basically au- an automated service now. I forgot about yeah. that. Uh, yeah, basically. First, well, I mean, the, this whole thing is technically automated. SpaceX, like that's true. The, the shuttle launch and everything, it's technically hands off as far as the the astronauts. That's true. They just kind of sit there, and if if something goes wrong, 
they have the means to, you know, fly it themselves if something goes wrong. But yeah. Yeah. Which, I mean, what could possibly go wrong at, was it like 14,000 miles an hour or something like that? Yeah. I mean, well, 20,000 to stay in orbit, but yeah. Yeah. Something like that. 14, you 20, know, whatever. I was, I was watching like the zoomed in shots of, uh, you know, the, the, um, uh, the the last launch of the you know the crew dragon when they were headed over towards the uh, the international space station I thought man they're moving awful slow it's going to take them forever to get over there and then I said yeah they're currently moving at uh, twenty one thousand nine hundred fifty miles an hour I'm like okay all right it's <laughs> might not take them that faster. long yeah. might not yeah, take them yeah. that long to get there what was it a nineteen minute flight to actually get there and then another uh, into orbit and then another like twenty hours to actually make to the space station, just aligning orbits and everything. Yeah. Yeah. And then when they docked, it took them. I, I, I remember watching the procedure on, uh, I think Twitch had it up uh, or YouTube had it, you know, NASA's live feed. I think they do it in both places. I can't remember what, which one I was watching, but uh, it took them like four and a half hours once they docked, right? Once they docked, which was a, you know, which was fantastic, but it took them like four and a half hours on both ends, right? It, the two guys in the capsule. And then, of course, the two Russians and the American that are on the space station. Now, it took them four and a half hours to open the door to go well, through you, the checklist you, you have and, and all that stuff. Yeah, exactly. Which, by the way, did they ever get that air leak fixed? As far as I know, it's still there and it's actually gotten worse. Last I heard, it's okay. all, they, they know where it's coming from. It's from one of the Russian capsules, the um, Russian. I think it's the maintenance capsule or something. Who's I believe that's the one. Who's putting out that information? Is that Adam Schiff? Is that a Russian disinformation campaign? Right. (laughs) Okay. uh, So it says here the uh, the first Crew Dragon passengers were NASA astronauts Bob uh, Benkin and Doug Hurley, who spent 62 days. Okay, they're up there two months at the International Space Station as part of the Crew Dragon demo. Uh, two mission earlier this year. Crew One, which is originally slated to launch on August 30th, has faced numerous delays in getting off the ground. NASA pushed the mission to late September, then October 23rd, then October 20, or October 31st, and finally to early to mid-November COVID. Citing logistical and technical issues, newly announced target date firms up the latter timeline. So yeah, they're headed back. You know, I, I, I know that they're doing it in stages and in steps and all that stuff. But man, let's get back on the moon already, right? We can put somebody on the moon in 69 and, and we're, we're waiting another five years. What in the hell for? I mean, we've got, we've got the know-how, we've got the technology. What in the hell are we waiting on? Get up there. Honestly, what they may be waiting on now is um, doing the um, testing, experimenting, or, or observations, if you will, is probably the better term, to, to see if there's water on the moon. Uh, I know we were, you know, just found out here recently that there is indeed water on the moon. Um, so I, I'm wondering if if maybe they're going to shoot for a colony on the moon. Uh, and that's kind of what they're waiting on now that they found the water. Maybe they'll land on the pole or wherever, wherever the water was located. Maybe we'll build a colony there and, you know, ex- run experiments and whatnot, check out the water there, what have you. I suppose so. But anyway, in the meantime, back here on Earth, you know, we talked about the Chicoms. A little bit, you know, in the last few days, taking a war footing, you know, taking posturing and all that stuff. Yeah. Talked about that. Um, China's president, uh, Xi Jinping, he's come out. uh, Listen to this statement he's made. He says that China will use war to prevent war. Okay, so you're just excusing going to war. Yeah, he okay. he, um, he presided over Xi Jinping on October 23rd. He provided or excuse me, he presided over a major meeting commemorating the 70th, 70th anniversary of China's entry into the Korean War known as uh, the China War to resist American aggression and aid Korea. Uh, I, I don't recall China. I, I understand that, the, you know, there, there were some allies there. I get it. But 
it was more of uh, Russians that were backing the North. Um, just, just I mean, that's history. Just throwing that out there. Uh, well, they directly backed uh, Kim Il Sung, which was uh, Kim Jong Un's grandfather. I, I'm just, you know, just saying. Go ahead. Well, they're, they're Russia and China are both making nice now, and they're, they're oh yes, together, yeah. So. yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, that, that makes sense. You know, there's an alliance that you can see the alliance forming between between China and and Russia. You can see that, of course. But then you're looking at another alliance of the UK, the US, uh, and probably Japan, right? Because the UK just made a big trade deal with Japan, so and they they've caught out the uh, the EU and all that garbage. So the the EU remains, it kind of remains to be seen at this point because uh, these COVID measures are not playing too well with the national governments over here, let alone the European Union. And to be fair, you know, the EU just kind of kind of left all the nation states hanging high and dry. They they ran and cowered like a bunch of cowards that they are because they don't know what in the world to do other than sit up there and lord down to people. Anyway, I digress. Uh, it was the second event in five days to feature Xi providing his interpretation of the conflict. Oh, oh. Okay. By the way, we, I mean, we, we could have had that cleaned up in 10 days in Korea. Just saying. Could, we could have done it. But uh, General MacArthur was stopped. Gee, I wonder what he was stopped by. Uh, Texas oil money. Just throwing that out there. Everyone can do their own research we, on that. We could have actually had it solved quicker than that. But yeah. Yeah. Uh, this this event was decidedly more high profile. The meeting was live streamed online. Oh, it's a shame I missed that. Uh, and promoted in advance the full text of Xi's remarks uploaded by Xinhua which is China's state news agency, right? We've quoted a couple articles here from them before, uh, you know, just pointing out the, uh, shall we say, um, uh, mistakes. Uh, like the museum visit earlier this week, the meeting on Friday was attended by all seven members of the Politburo. Oh, because, you know, comrade, you, you have to make sure that everyone's there, right? Showing their support for, for the party, you see. Uh, Xi's speech echoed, but greatly expanded on the themes of his remarks on October 19th. Uh, first, he emphasized the Korean War as a David versus Goliath struggle. Look, I'm not going to sit here and go through all this stuff, but the, the the poor Korean people, right? They're the victim in all this. They've been split in the midst of all this. Families have been separated. And you're talking about uh, David versus Goliath. Uh, you have an ideological separation here. I mean, for crying out loud, if you leave North Korea and you get caught, you get executed. How is that freedom? Ridiculous. He goes on to talk about how the uh, the road ahead and how it's not going to be smooth and it's necessary to speak to invaders in the language that they know, uh, which, you know, Americans, all they know is war, right? That, that's not true. That, that's not true. I, I, that's a stereotype. That is an old strategy that was put forth by corrupt people. Americans traditionally, we, we don't like war. We were born out of conflict. We don't like it. We want to be left alone. The rest of the world has a lot of problems, and the average American is sympathetic to that, but we are not a warlike people. Contrary to what you might read or believe, that's not what we are. We just want to be left alone. Xi said you got to, uh, it's necessary to speak to invaders in the language that they know, and that is to use war to prevent war and use a military victory to win peace and respect. That kind of echoes along the lines of what Mao Zedong said. I, I'm just throwing this out there because this isn't widely talked about. And shame on the people that wrote this article for not pointing this out. Mao Zedong stated, famously stated that uh, political power grows out of the barrel of a gun. Isn't that about what he's saying here? Isn't, isn't that kind of going along the same lines here? We have to use war to prevent war, but then we have to use a military victory to win peace and respect. Well, that to me sounds like political power growing out of the barrel of a gun. I mean, I could be wrong. Maybe I'm reading it and interpreting it the wrong way. 
What do you think? Well, I mean, they're, they're, okay, so it sounds like it's a spin on kind of a general idea that Americans have talked about. Peace is not something you can get for free, right? Same with freedom. Freedom is expensive. And usually that means uh, if you if you want freedom, for example, that usually means war. So I, I, I can see where he's coming from in a sense, like they're playing off of that. But no, you, you don't prevent war by causing war. That doesn't make any sense. You, you retain peace, right? You, you gain peace by sometimes war, but sometimes just by flexing your muscles, right? So I no. Okay, let's uh, let's jump over to Thanksgiving, right? Thanksgiving's coming up. You're gonna go have some turkey. You're gonna have some sweet potatoes. You're gonna have all the all the fixings, all the trimmings, whatever you want to call it, right? You're gonna go to see family. Yep. You're gonna watch some football, right? Isn't that what you traditionally do on Thanksgiving? And then you're gonna fall asleep on the couch uh, and all that stuff after you've stuffed your face, right? Well. Maybe not if you're in New York or you're listening to Dr. Anthony Fauci. Don't go to Thanksgiving, right? That's what's being touted right now by Bill de Blasio, your favorite communist mayor, in New York. And he's urging all New Yorkers to avoid travel for the holidays. With the holiday season quickly approaching, the mayor is urging New Yorkers to stay home for the holidays to avoid the spread of the deadly coronavirus. During a briefing at City Hall on Monday, Bill de Blasio, Mayor Bill de Blasio said that New Yorkers run a risk of bringing back the disease and infecting others. Wouldn't want to go through uh, what they went through before, right? They, they were they were the worst in the world, but they did it right, didn't they? I have to, this is a quote, I have to urge all New Yorkers do not travel out of the state for the holidays. Oh, what, so if you go to upstate, it's fine? You go to your house in the Hamptons and you hang out with... Uh, uh, with all those people up there, you know, different households. What? That's OK. That's fine. You leave the state. Then it's, then it becomes a problem. Well, he had to leave a little bit of leeway for himself, you know, and his family. Oh, so of, course. Can, uh, of course. Of course. Of course. Yeah. He's but see, he's a public official. He's in government and, and he has to. I mean, you know, he, he has to stay healthy and he has to stay relevant uh, because he, he's a, he's an important public figure, Bruce. Uh, he's also gone on to say, do not travel to a state with a high infection rate. And do not travel to a country with a high infection rate. Huh. So basically, just don't leave your house, right? I have a better idea. How about, I don't know, you guys give us accurate information and we make our own decisions, you know, self-govern. Actually, to be fair, I mean, you you put it much more politely than I would have put it. My suggestion would have been, uh, Mayor, shut your mouth. That would have been my my response. I mean, but like I said, you you put it much more graciously well, than I would have. Yeah, that that's uh, it, it's it's what I can say here. We'll and and I love way. I can see the sarcastic smile on your face, too, as you're as you're saying that. Yeah. Uh, uh, the mayor also wants the federal government to mandate man. He wants the federal government to mandate. You hear this? The federal government to mandate, which they can't do, that all travelers show proof of a negative COVID-19 test within 72 hours of traveling on a plane. He's also calling for the expansion of testing of passengers arriving at JFK and LaGuardia airports. You know, there's an easy solution to all this. Let's just can't we use isn't there what's that thing out there? Common pass? Yeah, COVID yeah, pass. Yeah, is COVID that, pass, common pass. Yeah, yeah, that's kind of been I mean, tossed it's, around it's a bit. It's already yeah. out there. I mean, why why it would be so easy to just implement it in New York, wouldn't it? I mean, it would be so easy. The system's already there. So, I mean, why not? Why not? He goes on to say, for those who do not, excuse me, for those that do travel, recognize how important it is to get tested and recognize that there's a very strict quarantine in New York State. And if you go elsewhere, you will have to observe a two week quarantine coming back. There are a few states 
That is not true for, but only a few states. Yeah, only if you go to another blue state, right? Michigan, for example, Minnesota, California. Well, no, you, you can't go to those, though, right? I mean, why? Well, because they're blue states. They don't allow well, yeah, you have but, to quarantine. Yeah, but see, no, 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 no. See, no, but see, that that's a comrade state. You see? So, I mean, you, as long as you go. See, if, if you think back to the old Soviet Union, right? The Russians, where would they go? If, if they were out on maneuvers in, you know, submarines or, or boats or, or whatever in the Navy, well, they would always dock in Havana, right? They were comrades. Same thing with this. Well, yeah, but, but in this case, you, you can't you can't have interstate travel without government approval. Right. So you, you can't you can't visit those locations. For example, uh, you want to go to the beach. Well, you can't go to the beaches because climate change. So well, th- there are no beaches anymore because right. the sea levels but have risen. Underwater, which, but but by the, the way, people that are, the people that are touting the the this rising sea levels are, are buying mansions on the beaches. It, it's it's incredible. Wait, but uh, maybe 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 I'm overthinking this, right? Maybe maybe you can help me with this one. If the water levels rise and it covers the beaches, would that not mean there's still beaches? Wouldn't that just mean the beaches go further inland? No, or, no. Or am see, I just overthinking it? Just no. You're you're overthinking it because hu- human activity has already taken over. So there's no actual beach. You see. Right. Okay. Okay. Anyway, these people are absolute. These these people are Fruit Loops. Right. They, they are they are lunatics. They are absolute lunatics. Mayor, go fly a kite. Yeah. How about you do that? Do something that will actually. I don't know. Uh, give the the, pe- the good people of New York a break from actually hearing or seeing you. Yeah. Can we do that? Maybe. Possibly. Cardi B. I don't know who this is. I, I, I know the name. I have no idea who this is. OK, none. But apparently she's some big celebrity and she's got some hit single about rubbing her crotch or something. I, I don't know. I, I really don't know. Uh, she was on a, a Zoom call with Biden the other day on uh, on NBC, uh, NBC or MSNBC or whatever it was, and it was it was a, it was disgusting. It was a joke. But um, she she's had a little bit of a breakdown. She, she's had a little bit of a uh, of an episode. Uh, she, she's a little she's a little stressed uh, and she's a little uh, worked up. And, and to be honest with you, I, f- I feel for her. I feel for her. She says now this is a quote. Trump supporters are everywhere and they're swarming L.A. with big ass trucks. By the way, there was a Trump rally in Beverly Hills. Over the weekend, Beverly Hills over the weekend, there were 3000 people there. Beverly Hills is a solid blue stronghold. Rapper and Joe Biden's surrogate Cardi B was terrified. She was terrified. She was terrified when she recently encountered groups of Trump supporters in Los Angeles. The the unmitigated gall of, of a Trump supporter being in Los Angeles. And she expressed horror at their, quote, big ass trucks saying, I don't like this stuff. (laughs) That's not what she said, but I have to say Mm -hmm. it. She posted a series of clips to her Instagram stories on Saturday in which she live streams herself driving past Trump fans wearing MAGA hats and waving American flags. Look how many efforts, right? She says, I'm scared now we're going to get jumped. I really feel like we're going to get jumped. Oh, my God, is what she says. In another clip, she says, Trump supporters are everywhere. I'm scared. I don't like it. She said in a third Um, clip, I don't like this stuff. Look at this. Look at this. Look how they're walking around with fake guns out covering their effing faces. I don't like this stuff. Uh, Lady, (laughs) stop, stop watching. Do yourself a favor. Turn the TV off. Will you please? I mean, it's making you crazy. Yeah, go ahead. I'm not really sure what she's scared of. I mean, I, I guess law and order is terrifying. Uh, I guess that's, um, you know, but uh, 
last I checked, isn't it isn't it the left that are out there rioting and destroying things? You know, well, no, see, those, are most, those are those are mostly peaceful. I see that. Oh, that, right, that's right, a, that, right. That's a movement, Bruce. That that's a movement, uh-huh. and and they're, and they're uh-huh. not going to stop, right? And, and they shouldn't. Yeah. They shouldn't, uh, according to Kamala Kamala Harris. Uh huh. So it, it it's just um it's shocking, not shocking. It's really not shocking, but it's disappointing that the news media has pushed this narrative so much that they're trying to scare each other, both sides from, or the gin up the hysteria. And look, Americans typically, we, we've talked about it already. We want peace, right? We don't want this infighting and war and all this kind of stuff. We want, just let me go about my life, get the government out of my way, stay out of my pocketbook, and we can get along. That's typically what Americans believe, right? So I don't, I honestly don't know what she's scared of. I'm more scared of going to blue cities than I am, uh, I don't know, going into my red city, walking around on the street, just saying. See, this is the problem with celebrities. They come out and they take a political stance when these people have no idea what they're even talking about. And clearly, this this poor woman's suffering from mass hysteria. Clearly, that's what's going on here. I mean, you you people that are in the entertainment business, you really don't believe all this stuff, do you? We have to be talking about it. some common sense, maybe, maybe something. You're 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 talking about the chick that sang the song WAP. I, I don't even know. Like I said, I, I know the name, but I don't mm. know who it is. I know she, she's famous for, mm. like, making well, a song a, about whatever. She used to be a, a stripper and escort um, that used to drug and steal from oh. men back in the oh. day. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah. So she, okay. All right. All right. So she, she's, she comes from a, so she had a job is what you're saying. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, she had a job uh, I before you. getting into the I entertainment got you. Okay. industry. All right. Yeah. Well, I guess she's always been in the entertainment industry, so. We are going to have to go. We're out of time this morning. Thank you for sitting down this morning, Bruce. Absolutely pathetic. That's shameful. That is absolutely shameful. I, don't, I, don't, I have no words. I, I really have no words. Uh, get a life, all, all you garbage celebrities. Get a life. Anyway, thanks for sitting down this morning, Bruce. Thank you to all the listeners. For always stopping some more, please check us out later on this afternoon, and I hope everyone has a great morning.